Welcome. My name is Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I want you to know that it's okay to be sad, that it's okay to feel lost, and that it's okay to struggle, that we all struggle. But today, none of that matters, because today is about you, and today is about helping you become the best you possible. So for now, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy some thoughts for your self-examination. Okay, welcome back to the show. Uh, I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and this is for self-examination. It is our third week in February, so happy Monday. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the uh, first two episodes since we've been back. Uh, The series on friendship has been really fun for me. Uh, It's a topic I'm passionate about and one that I I, I really think is so important for our capacity for happiness. So uh, if you have not shared your thoughts yet, please do so with us on Twitter at TCG underscore Dallas or uh, drop us a line on the email, uh, the electronic mail, uh, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com. This episode is really exciting and it's it's a longer interview. It really kind of got away from me. It was so much fun uh, that um, I'm just going to jump right into it uh, um, and not bore you with anything else. Um, so, uh, before we get into the interview, I'm going to give you the, um, the, uh, uh, the, the background, uh, for the wonderful two women that we're interviewing and then, um, and then we'll just dive right in. How does that sound? So here we go. Fave four is a Frisco based hair care line founded by chief executive officer, Lynn McNeils. Lynn got her start at Tiggy Bedhead developing products and had the idea for Fave Four. When she began having children, all girls, she set out to formulate a line of products that are safe for the whole family to use, salon quality and available at an accessible price. The mompreneur prides her line on being sulfate free, gluten free, paraben free, and some other kind of free that I can't say and also cruelty-free, and containing no artificial colors. Flash forward a a few years, and Fave 4 is now available nationwide at Sally Beauty Supply and Wegmans in the Northeast. Lynn's long-term business partner is her friend, Danielle. They went to LSU together, and flash forward, now work together. And they're perfect for any conversation on friendship because they have just mastered the art of it over 20 years. Uh, I'm not going to waste your time. We're going to get it right into the interview right after this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family. Tell everyone. Put it on Twitter. Uh, We'd love it if you give us a five-star rating and and, and a review. Uh, We always love feedback. And then, of course, uh, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get yours. As a reminder, Taylor Counseling Group is in the DFW area with offices from Dallas to Fort Worth and in Waxahachie as well. Uh, We are also now in the Houston and San Antonio areas as well. 
So if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting some counseling, feel free to give us a call, 214-530-0021. You can send us an email, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and you can look us up on the web at taylorcounselinggroup.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as well, at TCG underscore Dallas. So if you need us, we're here, but if not, no worries. I just hope you enjoy the show. Okay. Uh, hello. We're now here with Danielle and Lynn. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. And so tell us a little bit about um, who you are and what you do. Who we are and what we do. Okay. So um, we, uh, in a nutshell, we make hair products. We make beauty products. Um, but we go about it uh, kind of in a fun, unconventional way. We, um, we have been friends for a long time. We've worked together um, at previous jobs, and um, that was, of course, fun. And uh, years later, now we are working together again. And it is a girl world. It's a beauty world. We, um, we mostly do hair care, but um, we, we dabble in other beauty products as well. We have a brand. It's called Fave Four, and um, Fave Four started about six to eight years ago, I guess. And um, Danielle actually didn't come on board till uh, years after. And um, now we um, are navigating through working on new brands and new products. And uh, every day is an adventure in hair, for sure. Mm-hmm. I love that an adventure in hair. That's fantastic. Uh, so this season, uh, this series, uh, uh, is about friendship. Um, so what, uh, what, what does friendship have to do with, with hair, I guess? <laughs> um, well, we became friends working together. So I think like, that's how our relationship started. We started off, um, being paired in a group in an advertising class during our senior year at LSU. Um, And so our relationship really stemmed from having a good work relationship. And then it just kind of grew and went from there. And we just were fortunate enough to be able to find that right mixture um, because it doesn't work for everybody, um, the work and friend thing. Um, We just found that right mixture, like there's mutual respect. Um, We know how to tell each other when we don't really um, agree with each other. We don't get mad at each other. Um, it's not worth it. Um, and that's just kind of how we've navigated our work slash friend relationship for 20 something years. You know, the, the, the job that we have and, and what we do is um, it's very interactive, right? So we, we don't, we don't launch anything. We don't try ourselves. Therefore mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, communication that has to happen um, organically, that's not necessarily all about numbers and spreadsheets uh, or emails at work, right? It's about how does a product make you feel? How does it make your hair look? I mean, you know, we, we just got on this morning and I was like, Danielle, your hair looks fantastic. I mean, it's just, it, it, it brings it to a different level of not just um, purely business, what you think of traditional business, but bringing in um, a fun business aspect because we're all, we are both very girly. Um, you know, we've had to navigate through years of this. Um, like I said, we worked together before we work together now. Um, and there were a few things that, you know, we established as friends that, um, we kind of decided early on, like we had some principles that, that we adhere to, um, back in, back in the day. And, and now, um, I'll give you an example. One, one thing that we said, and you know, the world of technology, Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, what is the, what do they say about text messages that it's like the best way to get your feelings hurt, you know, kind of thing. And, and, and for no reason. Totally, yeah. yeah. Like misunderstand. I text love that. Messages. Um, because yeah, you know, we we're emailing, we're texting, especially now we're not seeing each other as much as we used to. So we're relying heavily on text. Um, so we said early on, we looked at each other and we were like, look, we're, I'm just going to tell you that I will never text you anything that, you know, out of malice. Like I, it will never be a mean text. I will never be sarcastic. If I'm short with you, it's just because I'm short with you. I'm doing like 17 yeah. other things and you need a yes or no. And I'm giving you a yes or no, you know, don't read into it that I don't like what you're doing. And I'm just humoring you with a yes. Like, like we, let's just establish that now that text messages will, it, it, it's never meant, you know, don't ever read it with any sort of, um, you know, attitude or, um, I don't know. Don't, don't take it personally. Right. Don't and take it personally. Person. Like there's two of us. We have to keep things moving and rolling. Like we don't have too much time to stop and like think about it like so much. Like don't take it personally. Like just do what the other person needs or happens to like need from you at that moment and just go with it. Like Right. We said if there was an issue, you know, and I said very clearly, because most of the time Danielle's coming to me with like, you know, approvals or things like that. And it's like, if there's any time I ever have an issue, I promise you I will pick up the phone. So if I'm not picking up the phone to call you, don't worry about it. Move on. Keep going. Um, and, and, you know, we do have that. We do have that respect with each other too, where, um, you know, I, I love the fact that she can tell me, Lynn, you're being crazy right now. Sit back, listen to me for a second. You know, I, I love that. But that's where the friendship, that's it's, like, it's a good way that the friendship like ties into our work relationship because we can keep it real with each other all the time. Because um, we, I mean, after this long, our relationship is more like a, a family. It's more like a, a, a sister's um, relationship would be like, we're not always going to agree and that's okay. And, um, but that's what makes everything we do, I feel better because we take it from, two different perspectives and um, we bring the best of both worlds together to do what we do on a daily basis. Well, you're clearly an amazing team. Um, you've answered pretty much all the questions I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I love what you're saying about these principles and I want to get into those here in a minute because I'm always uh, we're always looking for, you know, let's let's apply these concepts to our lives systematically, and that'll help us, uh, I think, along the way. And I, and I think a lot of what you're saying there is really powerful. Um, first, can you tell me what, in a broad sense, what is friendship, and and why is it important? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I uh, that's a great question. So I mean, I think to me, a friendship is clearly being able to be yourself, your complete self, um, and always feeling accepted and loved no matter what. Um, you know, all the other things I think come into play, you're obviously going to have fun with that person. If that's the, you know, principles that your, your friendship is based on, you'll be able to have fun together. You can respect each other. You can learn from each other, but it's all about just being able to be your complete self. Absolutely. It's Kind of loving each other for that and realizing that it may not be like yours, you know, that, that opinion or that, um, 
outlook may not be what you share. Danielle and I disagree on lots of things. <laughs> I actually shouldn't say disagree. We These are different um, outlooks. Yeah, we have different points of view, but that doesn't mean, you know, our principles are still the same. And, and that's what means the most. And for as much as we have that as our different points of view, there's, I think, equally or if not more things that we do agree upon. And um, <laughs> yes, have, yeah, having that mutual level of respect um, I mean, just like you would want in any relationship, whether it be with a partner or a best friend, like you want, like she was saying, you want to feel loved, you want to feel secure, you want to feel like you can be you 100% of the time. And it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to, to be able to have like that one person, like to be able to text or send random things to um, one minute about something that happened 15 years ago that you're just like, ha ha. And then five minutes later, okay, now we're talking business like something that has to get done today so I think um finding that balance too is is nice because it breaks up kind of the monotony of what work could be to some people like when they get bogged down by things um I think surrounding yourself um you know I've always worked in an environment and, and Danielle and I've worked in the same environment um, where the people that you are around end up becoming your friends mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's inevitable. And if they don't, then you might not be working in the right place because you share mm-hmm. so much and you, you, I mean, so much of your life. I mean, we spend more of our life working, I believe sometimes than we spend with our spouses. Like there's just, mm-hmm. there's so much that has to happen. And, um, the fun part about, you know, friendship too, is that you kind of can live through others. And, you know, Danielle has qualities that I don't have. And I love that she has them because I vicariously through her, but like, that will never be me. But I love that it's her, you know, like those are kind of some things that you just, you just accept and um, it, it makes it a little bit more worthwhile. And so being able to not only have a friend in your personal life, but able to have a friend in your work environment makes you know, what you do that much more powerful. And I think you'll get out of it what you put in it. Mm-hmm. So just from a um, psychological perspective, what do you think are some of the, the core benefits that we as individuals and, and also as a society gain from friendship? How does it better us? Hmm. It's a hard one. Um, I think security I'd say security, Um, just knowing you have that person that may not be a blood relative to you that um, it's always, I always joke, like you, the, the, your friends or your family that you pick um, the people that you um, want to have in your life, not just the people that happen to just be in your life for whatever reason. Um, And so kind of cultivating those relationships and, um, just feeling that level of security with, um, it may not be 10, 15 people, it may be two or three, it may be one person, but just to have that one person that you know, like come hell or high water, like thick or thin, like you're gonna be able to lay it all out there. There's not gonna be judgment, not judging. That's a huge thing too. It's like not judging people, accepting your friends for who they are. Like we were just talking about, like that's like a good feeling, especially in today's society, like to have someone that you can vent to. And they're not going to judge you for what you said. And I think that um, I like to add to that. I think that one of the biggest benefits is also um, seeing the world. Um, I guess 
figuratively and you know both ways like seeing it physically but then also seeing the world through other people's eyes right so you're constantly learning you're constantly um learning something new about people um and their travels or their experiences it's it is a constant learning and i i think that that's such a great benefit it opens your eyes to different types of people different um you know cultures and it can be very inviting and very inclusive. And I, I think that's a, a massive benefit. Mm-hmm. Well, that is wonderful. One, one of the things that we always try to encourage clients with that are struggling developing friendships in their adult life is that it seems to be a lot easier when we're kids because um, we are young and somewhat blank slates. And so we, we develop interests with people around us, like geographically. And so we both get into the same thing together and then we develop friendships. In adult life, it seems to be so much harder because we already have established interests and identities. Uh, and so we have to kind of seek out those people that share those interests and identities uh, around us, which seems to be a, a harder task. What, what advice would you give to adults um, you know, in your same age group uh, struggling to develop friendships? Um, you know, I think that most of my, most of my adult friendships have, okay. I mean, have come from work or I've come from, meeting parents of my children's friends, right? Um, and you really do have to put yourself out there, though. Mm-hmm. You know, right now is, a, is, is it's like, real, you know, a relationship. Right now it's a little di- more difficult. Obviously, we're dealing with some crazy circumstances. But um, just like when you were trying to find your spouse or significant other or when you were in the dating world, you do have to just put yourself out there and talk to people and introduce yourself. And, and that's sometimes really hard. And, and I'm actually a pretty shy person. Um, so having a, a, a crutch like my children, I have something to talk about. It makes me feel a lot more comfortable than always talking about myself. <laughs> so finding that little common ground makes it a lot um, easier to to speak to someone or talk to someone. I agree with that. And um, I think like just opening yourself up, like she was saying, and just like soon, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like as soon as I start a conversation with someone I've never talked to before, it's really easy for me to tell within like the first three or four minutes, like, are we going to mesh? Like as far as conversationally, like, am I going to be like pulling information out of you? Cause I, I'm a talker and I can talk to anyone. And like, when I find someone that like I struggle to have a conversation with, it's kind of like a, Ooh, that probably wouldn't be like the best relationship. But when you find those people um, in your life, whether through work or just through other circumstances that like you find that immediate flow, um, even if it's like finding common ground with one thing, like that can expand upon like so many other things. So yeah, just, just finding the ease in the conversation, I think, is a good way to, for adults to, to put themselves out there as far as friendships. You know, I what, though, I'm going to add on to that, though, and say that I, I think, though, we, you know, even if it doesn't flow immediately, I think that sometimes um, giving yourself a little bit of time also helps because people that maybe you didn't, you know, maybe not can, can – 
talk to you immediately, but you gradually get to learn about people. And I think it's like a gut feeling of, Hey, I really like this girl. Like you can just kind of go with your gut sometimes. Like I really like this person. Um, and, and you, you probably will learn something from them because maybe they aren't exactly like you. So it gives you a chance to, to, to those are the best people. Mm-hmm. the ones that are not exactly like you like bring yeah, people, are so interesting. <laughs> people that's, are so interesting that's another thing that like I think people need to take into account like you don't want to surround yourself with identical versions of yourself you want to find the different people with the different personalities that kind of bring out those different um aspects in you that you maybe didn't even know you had or um yeah, it just kind of rounds you out as a human being. Like this is this whole thing's getting me thinking. Like, okay, there's all these dating sites, like for people to meet partners. Why isn't there a friendship one? Well, <laughs> <I agree. laughs> like seriously, especially like this day and age with everything yeah. going on in the world. Like, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Bumble actually does that. Oh, um, they do. See, I, mm-hmm. we're yeah, so it's... far removed from that part of our <laughs> lives that they didn't even know that. You've got your you've got your friendship partners, so you're like you're good. You're done dating. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty uh, cool. So, what do you think? Uh, is it harder to date for romantic relationships or date for friendship relationships? Oh gosh! Because I, I mean, isn't that essentially what you're doing when you go hang out with a friend for the first time or a potential friend? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Lana, I love what you said about the idea of like the. Yeah, become friends with uh, uh, the parents of my kids' friends. It's like our, mm-hmm. our kids kind of decide for us who our friends are now. Uh, there's this uh, comedian I like, uh, John Mulaney, and he, he, he has this wonderful joke about how, um, how he's like, have you ever noticed that your dad doesn't have any friends? And he's like, think about it. And he's like, every time he goes out, your, your mom has friends. And her friends have husbands. <laughs> and those husbands hang out, but they're not friends. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I think the, the friend dynamic is really funny. And, you know, I actually had a conversation with someone yesterday about talking about our children's friends and how, mm-hmm. you know, you go to school, they go to school every day with a group of friends that are in their class. And especially now in this pandemic, they're not allowed to really mingle with other classes. Mm-hmm. So they're constantly seeing their same group of people. But then we have so many extracurricular activities. Danielle's children do, my children. And I love that. They go to, you know, my oldest goes to a dance class and is with a competitive team and not a single girl is on, is in her school, um, you know, and they have friends in these different pockets. And we have friends that are, you know, my friends that have children that are, that are friends with my daughters. And I love that they can see that, you know, th- that they can have a, a, a diverse group of friends that it's mm-hmm. not just in one, you know, not just school or not just dance or Mm-hmm. And they can go to different places and really feel included in so many different pockets. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, so real quick, just want to kind of get some principles uh, from both of you. Uh, we, we believe, I believe that there are three core components to our capacity for happiness. Uh, and they are um, uh, boundaries, uh, setting healthy boundaries, internal, external uh, uh, deep, meaningful relationships built on trust and, and practicing gratitude daily. Um, so in regards to the second component, uh, this idea of deep, meaningful relationships built on trust, what are some, some, we've already really hit a lot of them, like mutual respect and, and, and texting is the best way to get your feelings hurt for no reason. <laughs> I love that. Um, 
what are like two or three or four solid, just easy principles that I can walk away with today saying, okay, let me try these three things and, and see if that helps to improve my ability to develop deep, meaningful relationships built on trust. Hmm. I'll let you go first. <laughs> let me think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think always thinking positive. And, and, and I think that's hard if you are a worrier. I mean, I'm a worrier. But um, I have to kind of force myself to always think positive and not immediately think that someone is going to like double cross me or they don't like me or they don't, um, you know, agree, you know, uh, agree with me. I, I think that is, if you can go into pretty much every part or aspect or go into everything with a positive attitude, and, and I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. So it, it's having um, the best mindset when, when you first, um, when you first do something or when you're, we're just talking to someone. So having a good mindset, I think is, is, is important. Yeah. So basically, basically if somebody's 20 minutes late to meet you at Starbucks, don't, don't think, Oh man, they're, they don't really want to meet with me. They, they are, they're doing this to me. It's, it's on me. Think just, Oh, I hope they're okay. Um, I wonder if maybe there was a miscommunication, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So always, yes, thinking the best. Mm -hmm. Um, To build upon that, I would say um, sensing the balance shifts that occur on a daily basis um, from conversations that like you have with your business partner, like you have to kind of, you have to have that level of relationship with someone where you can like sense a tone. You can sense those shifts in um, the way they're acting and talking and be able to react to those. Like say someone is just having a rough day. They're having just a rough day. There's like tons of things coming down on them that need to be done like right now. I think it's the other person's responsibility to then kind of help shift that and kind of um, create that balance between. So it doesn't all go like, ah, stressful, negative, like, okay, no, let's look at, the light here let's look at the good here and like being able to do that with um the people in your daily life i think is is huge because like i have a tendency sometimes to like just in my family life i'll get real negative about stuff and my husband will just be like no let's let's talk about this let's look at the good things that are happening here and there not just focus on that so having someone to help you balance out those um those bumps is really really a big thing i think for me that is so that is so wonderful thank you um lynn did you want to add something to that i did i um and i would say being empathetic Mm -hmm. is um is one of the most powerful things i think we can do because we are all different um people's everyone's feelings people's feelings are valid no matter what they are Mm-hmm. Um, they're always valid. So I think being empathetic to people and how they feel, um, and not concentrating necessarily on how you feel all the time, but thinking about them is, um, is, is also powerful. Cause there's so many times, like none of us have any idea what's going on with that particular person behind the scenes and what has brought them to feel a certain way in a certain day or a certain situation. And, um, just kind of like taking that step back being like, yeah, you know what? I don't know 
everything that's going on with so-and-so like they could have something really heavy on their heart that they um that's working its way through the rest of their lives so just kind of yeah having that level of empathy because we're all going through something everybody it could be something up here it could be something down here we're all going through something that is that is true we are all going through something um uh so we, we'd like to wrap up with an inspirational story um anything inspirational about friendship or just in your own life that you've noticed uh, it can be a shared story that you both experience together or individual stories hmm. travel stories anything that has inspired you um, <laughs> to see the um, world in a happier way yeah, absolutely Hmm. Well, you know what, and um, Danielle and I have had to do quite a bit of traveling together. We've done some traveling together as friends, but then also as co-workers. Uh, we've gone to some wild places and done some, I shouldn't say wild, wild meaning, you know, far or different, out, out, of, our norm, out of our norm. <laughs> um, crazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it's crazy, I do have to laugh. I mean, we, we, we certainly... Um, we're able to uh, keep our friendship after we got in a massive fight driving over the Golden Gate Bridge. That was really good. And then so, uh, I think that's one of the only fights we ever really got into. <laughs> um, it was directions. It was directional. Yeah, it, that was before we oh. had all the really nice directions on our phones. Now um, <laughs> that was that was in the in the um, prehistoric days. And then, um, but we, but we made it through, right? We like crossed the bridge literally, and 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 it, we were in a new level of friendship at that point. And then um, we have traveled to, we were in Malaysia um, for something China, cool too. Japan, and we were just Malaysia. on like kind of an adventure. And we, after that adventure together, uh, there were a few work things that we had to do. They put us on the scavenger hunt and it was a lot of fun. After that, it inspired us. And we've been saying that we want to go on the amazing race. Um, ever since. Ever like since that, that time. So if anyone's listening, I can... Um, <laughs> They can help us. We are putting together a video for the amazing race. Yeah, so, we think we'll be very entertaining. I think this is our next level of friendship. Well, that yeah. is so oh, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you both. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you both very much for being here. I, I get the sense that you could probably hang out all day. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but our podcast doesn't have that much time, so uh, we we appreciate it. Thank you so much, you. Uh, and uh, uh, um, um, hopefully you'll be back soon. Thank you. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you for having us. What an absolute wonderful interview that was. Thank you so much, Lynn and Danielle. Um, I know we're we're running out of time, so so just briefly. Um, to recap some of the principles we discussed, which I thought were just so wonderful and meaningful. <laughs> One of my favorites was texting is the best way to get your feelings hurt. So maybe uh, if you find yourself getting into fights with your friends often, or um, maybe upsetting people, or, or you find yourself getting upset easily uh, and you're texting a lot, maybe when you get to that place, stop for a moment, pick up a phone, uh, say, Hey, can we talk? Um, let's set up a time to grab a coffee or something, uh, and, and work through it outside of text messaging. I know text messaging is easy. 
And I, and I know it is convenient and, and sometimes we don't have a lot of time. So we just try to get stuff done quickly through, through texting and text-based communication, but it does lack syntax. It does lack context. Uh, and it can come off sometimes statements, matter of facts can often come off as rude or, or, uh, uh, misconstrued. So maybe you're implying, maybe they're inferring. Um, but either way, texting is an easy way to get your feelings hurt. Uh, mutual respect I thought was wonderful. Uh, always approach a friendship with mutual respect, uh, and, and be positive in your thought process. If someone is late, it's, it's most likely not because they don't want to hang out with you. It's most likely because, uh, there's traffic and they didn't plan well for it. Most likely they, uh, you know, they, they just got mixed up with something else going on. Um, so, so practice that mutual respect and, and always be positive. Voice your opinions. Whenever you have an opinion, you know, be sure to stand up for yourself. It's part of those boundaries we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And don't take it personally. Um, we often get caught up in, in thinking this person said this to get at me or it was late because they didn't want to be with me. Um, let's, let's not be so myopic and, and so centric uh, about things and, and, and take them less personally. Uh, I think this can kind of help us to broaden our worldview a little bit and, and help us to be more empathic with, with those around us and those we want to be in relationships with. So thank you so much, uh, for that interview, Lynn and Danielle, it was so much wonderful, so wonderful. And, and now I'd, I'd just like to leave you with this thought. If during the interview you found yourself wondering why don't I have a friendship like this because I thought it was a, a tall order to to stack up to their friendship is so rich and deep um, first I want you to know that that's okay and that I'm happy that you're asking that question that's a tough question uh, but I also want you to know that it's not too late to develop that relationship Maybe you have people around you that are trying to develop it with you. And it might just take a little bit of effort on your part to make it go a little deeper. This is for self-examination, and I am your host.